0: Welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a Word and Spirit-based ministry, because we are born of the Word and born of the Spirit. His god giving mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure Word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, and to take the Gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the Word and a passionate teacher of the Word of God, and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section, or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jadu walks us through the word. Stay tuned.
1: Hebrews 2. Let's do TPT. Oh, I love this. Since we, Since all his children have flesh and blood. Look at it, he's telling you. So Jesus came, became human to fully identify with us. He did this so that he could experience death and annihilate the effect of the intimidating accuser who holds against us the power of death. So Satan used to have the power of death. He has been annihilated. He has been destroyed. The one who has the power of death. Go back. He said he did this so that he could experience death. So when Jesus died and was buried, he was doing something behind the scenes for us. He annihilated the effect. The effect. So you see, there is death. But the effect of death on you. Can you see it? Yeah. He annotated the effect of the intimidating accuser who holds against us the power of death. Uh And in verse 15. By embracing death, Jesus sets free those who live their entire lives in bondage of what? The tormenting dread of death. Jesus has set you free from the dread, the fear of death. Can you receive that? Don't allow any form of fear because Jesus destroyed it. Jesus has set you free from any form of fear. From any form of fear. Hmm. Oh, I love this. He said, by embracing death, Jesus sets those who live their entire lives in bondage to the tormenting dread of death. Which means that going forward, don't be tormented. Don't live under fear. Don't live under fear. Now, if you live under fear, you're trying to say Jesus didn't do it. Is it true that Jesus did it? Yes. yes did he die for you? Yes. Was he buried for you? Yes. Then he's saying that he also did this for you. He has freed you from the bondage. Fear is bondage. Fear. Fear is bondage. When you enter there, you will know you are in prison. And, it, and, and the Bible said fear brings torment. Fear brings torment. Fear can torment you. Anytime. That's why I said, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. But of power, of love, and of Any Anytime anything wants to scare you, you say, in the name of Jesus, I cast you out. For God has not given me the spirit of fear. I do not have fear. I do not have fear. I do not have fear. Get out in the name of Jesus. Say it until you are free. Because Satan wants to always revisit the Old Testament. Put you under bondage. You know there are some people they have gone through things in their lives marriage or baby or whatever and forever they think every relationship will end like the first. Fear. When they are pregnant they know that they will lose the baby. Fear from the past. You have In your mind you have not been freed yet. allow the word of God to free you. Jesus says, he has not given you the spirit of fear. Say, God has not given me the spirit of fear. Say it again. God has not given me the spirit of fear fear, but of power of love and of sound mind but of power of love and of sound mind. Say, I am full of power. I am full of love, of love and I am, I am full of a sound mind. Sound. Say fear. Fear, fear. fear. Has, no has no place in my life. In my life. Say Satan. Go away, go away with your deceptions. With your deceptions. I, refuse I refuse to fear. fear. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, don't allow fear. Don't allow the strategy of the devil. Remember, at the end of the day, he wants to kill you. That's the essence. That's why he, he attacks believers with fear. So that he can kill you. See, once he introduces fear, he knows that you grew up knowing sicknesses and diseases and you know their consequence. He knows you know it. So once he brings it to, it can be cancer, it can be malaria. Malaria kills, right? Yes. And you know, you've heard it severally. You've seen movies, you've seen TV, you've watched people died of malaria. You've seen obituary. Maybe they won't put they died of this, but you know, and when you look at the face properly, you know malaria. Maybe in the area, when well, you know the area, you know they have malaria. There's are some area is not malaria. It's depression. Oh. What, what I'm trying to say is that the fear, whatever causes fear, don't respond to it. That's what I'm trying to say. Whatever brings the fear, don't respond to it. Are you with me? Yes, sir. You. you don't know why God said he, he said he has not given you. He said he has not given you. He said he has not. Okay. Now the reason why you must not conform or, or obey these ones it's because of what Jesus has done for you. By the grace of God, God has made you pure and holy. He has caused you to sit in heavenly places with him and then he has glorified you. I'm, I told you, apart from most animals or whatever that will cause fear to you, Satan's highest and greatest plan is for you to feel fear from God. Fear from God that is his utmost because He knows that once you are afraid of God, God will kill you. And some of you, yeah, you know, you won't go to heaven because of something you have done or whatever. He makes you feel that fear, He knows because of something you, you will not be blessed, or you, you, you know, fear everywhere. Am I talking to you? Yes, but you see. You should not give in to the devil. Yes, Do you remember First Peter 5:8 where he says that your adversary, the devil, is roaring like a lion, seeking whom he may devolve. Do you remember? First Peter 5:8 need to be quick. He said be well balanced. Let's do TPT, t- 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 it's too long. I mean sorry, um, amplify. Um, King James. Uh, you know what I mean. He said be sober, be vigilant because because I want to I want to help you understand this. Your adversary, the devil a roaring lion so he's not, he's as walketh about seeking whom he may devour and I explained to you that the Greek word for the adversary is the word anti which comes from two words anti and dikosune now righteousness is dikosune from, from that dikosune we get dikos okay And anti is against. So the word adversary means against righteousness. So he's saying that be be sober. He's giving you warning. Be sober. Be vigilant because the one who is against your righteousness the devil the diabolos he's roaring like about you know Seeking whom he may devour. Which means that he is not looking for everybody. He is looking for whom? Some people. What is he looking for? He is looking for people that he can stand against their righteousness. He can make them feel they are not righteous. And he does it in a special way. It's called the Diabolos way. He will say it over and over. There are some of you here. Every time. It does not matter how much you hear God's word. After some time, you sit down and say, I don't understand what is happening to my life. I don't understand. Has God left me? I don't. Then you go to church and you hear a message. And then you are excited. Then you go down again after one week, three weeks. I don't know what is happening. Do you know what is happening? The devil is seeking you to divorce. The moment you start worrying about your life. You are acting against your righteousness. You know why? Because you think that your life will not amount to anything. Because God is not doing anything for you. Then your mind begins to spread. You see, your, this your mind can go very far. It begins to think through and think, ah, is it because I have done this? What have I done? Is it something that I have not done well? Or is it I'm not praying too much? Or is it not this? I've not. You know, he begins to make your mind. Do you know what is happening to you? You are about to be divorced, you are the one that he's looking for. Don't you see he is not looking for everyone? He said, Whom, whom, which means that you must understand your righteousness. Righteousness is the first place to start from. What does it mean? It means that I have right standing with God today, and God sees me as Himself because I was born and recreated like Himself. So because I qualify, because I qualify just like Christ. There is nothing that he won't do for me. This is where you must start your life from. So that the devil doesn't come and say, Hey, God won't do this for you because he didn't pray too much. So the very first thing God gives you when you become saved is righteousness. Without righteousness, you can't deal with God. Don't you see in the Old Testament? They didn't have righteousness. And so they were receiving the anger of God. God will give them based on performance. But for the believer, I don't. Listen. (laughs) I'm telling you, is this real? It is real. It is a choice. Whether you suffer by performance to receive blessings or you rest, understand. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. When you rest there, and you just know God has taken care of it. For some reason, it's not everything that we can say. For me, one of the things I really hold on dearly is my righteousness. Because there are sometimes, didn't you see what we read in Hebrew chapter 2? He said, His children are in the flesh and blood. God knows that His spirit is in you, but you are on earth, flesh and blood, which means that you make mistakes. Now, it is the, in the mistakes that you make that the devil comes against your righteousness. And he will get you. He wants you to perform. He wants you to receive things by performance. Very soon, when people will close and come and tell me, Prophet, this is not going on, I'm suffering, I would like to close my ears. So, next year, if you want to see me here about personal stuff, you will have to book. I will talk to you before you come. If it is a matter about your life, it means you are not using the word of God. I don't have time for you. We cannot keep on babysitting you. Jesus said, for how long can we be with you? You must learn to appreciate the word of God and to grow thereby. God wants to give you a voice by making you wealthy. You two you say no. See, it does not matter who a wealthy person is. Once you are rich, you have a voice. Can I prove to you in scripture? When Jesus died, they wanted to take down his body. They never gave his body to anyone. Except the rich man. That's what the Bible says. The rich man. What's his name? Joseph of Arimathea. The guy was so rich that his voice alone, the king says, take his body. I'm telling you. Some of us, you can never have a voice until you are wealthy. You can never. And spirits don't bring money. Maybe on Wednesday or Friday, I will show you, some of you are being lazy in the, in the work physical things that you do. Don't you know that you have been given, you have been empowered by the Spirit just so that the physical things you do will flourish? You are not adding knowledge. You are not reading anything. You are not researching anything. All you are sitting there with just doing one thing over and over. How can you prosper? I told you, success is not in church. Don't come and do payataya. I'm not training you like that. I'm not those men of God that will gather you for seven days, 20 days and ask you to sleep and go and sleep at home. Money will not come when you sleep. You must be diligent in the work you do. The word has shown you. And the word of God can take you there. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen. You can have a steady growth. I keep telling you, one of the people who are not disciplined in life, Christians, we are not disciplined at anything we do. Yet you are expecting growth. Please don't miss Wednesday. I will use two days, Wednesday and Friday. If you are doing business, I, I will encourage you guys to do business. If you don't have any business plan, come and see me. I will help you find business plan. And go and do it. And do it well. I have a book from uh, the Bible way of doing business. It was a Jewish, the Jews. When I read, I understood how why the Jews are so prosperous. They have a Jewish mindset. Because these same people who are wealthy, they don't sleep. Oh, when I read some of their books, they can be awake. The earliest time they are sleeping can be like two o'clock or three o'clock. They are thinking. You think they have time for TikTok? You think they have time for this Snapchat, looking at people, looking at people who are who are faking prosperity and good life? You are watching them and liking. You are spending one hour. That one hour you can go on YouTube. And go and type, how to do good business. You will find videos and gain some knowledge. Then you apply to your own. And become different. Some of you have trained yourself. You can't do, business people are not lazy people. (laughs) Business people are not lazy people. I'm telling you. So the devil is fighting against your righteousness. And I'm telling you, I came to announce to you that you are so qualified because of the righteousness of Christ Jesus. So don't let the devil say, hey, you are, not, you are not good enough. Hey, you, you are delaying. Hey. When he says you are delaying, say, I, I, I don't work in time. Did you he hear that? Yes, when the devil says, hey, you are delaying, he says, hey, I don't work, I don't work in time. We work outside time. Find something to tell the devil. Fear. I don't allow any form of fear. Some of you, you fear even your dreams. Even your dreams, you will take it to your dreams. Now, one of the ways that the devil introduces fear is in the form in the container called condemnation. It's a container. He introduces fear that's what i was trying to say me i'm not good i don't do this what is happening to my life eh? such a pretty girl no man is calling me eh? such a beautiful belly baby can't fall in you know such a handsome man no girl likes me you know when i say i like me now nah, why now nah, why now nah, why you know <laughs> the devil is condemning you say i refuse to be condemned The Bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation. Say, there is therefore now no condemnation. condemnation. Okay, give me Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Uh, Let's see if I can end with this. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 21. TPT. Let's read through. I want you to see something here. When Adam sinned, the entire world was affected. Sin entered human experience and death was the result. I told you, the final thing is death. And so death followed this sin. So when sin is coming like this, death is following. When we read the book of Revelation, he said, and he saw sin upon a horse and death was with him. So sin comes for you and hands you over to death. No, he said death. Death was rather on a horse, and hell was following him. So hell is the marathon, yes, of, of death. So sin is the first one that comes. Ah, I now understand. Still kill and destroy. Still kill and destroy. Sin, death, death, hell. Yeah. Oh, can you? You can see it. Yeah, can't see it. The devil cometh, but what? Steal, kill, and destroy. The destruction of, of a man is not death. The destruction of a man is in hell. It is sin that steals then death comes for you. Then you are destroyed in hell. Can you see it? This is my calling. Wow. Wow! Hey, Jesus. The way he puts it, if you don't study the scripture, you won't find it. And if you don't come to WSI, you might not know it. it. Does it make sense to you? It said the devil cometh but to steal to kill and to destroy and 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 uh, look at it, it said and i and, and i looked and behold a pale horse and his name and his name that sat upon him was what yes. and hell followed with him can you see that yes. so death hell followed him now when you went to Roman, the romans chapter 5 verse 20 20 uh, verse 12 he says what sin went and what death followed can you see? Yes, sir. And so death followed sin. And who follows death? Hell. So sin, death, hell. Sin steals you. Death, death you. Hey. Or death dies you. Hey. And what? Hey. And hell destroys you. Shall I go and share this revelation? All right. Okay, verse 13. Sin was in the world before Moses gave the written law. But it was not charged against them where no law existed. So sin was there. So law. So, si- so you, are, you are all sin, okay? You are there already. So I am law. So when I come, please touch him. I said, I, then I, I put a light on you. And I said, you have sinned. So death comes for you because you have done it. And takes you to hell. Can you see that? So that's that's the law. The law was a light that showing that there was sin. Don't you see? He says sin was in the world before Moses gave the written law. But it was not charged against them where no law existed So they were sinning, all right, but the law was not showing it was sin. Okay, that is why Abraham had a baby with Hagar, and God couldn't say anything about it, because there was no law that was saying that it was a sin. But today you can't do that. Okay, that was why Sarah was some way somehow his sister. Do you know that? so when he said that when we go say I am your sister it was, it was not really a lie. Because it was his sister. But you cannot pick that scripture today and say because Abraham married a sister you are capable of marrying. No, you can't. That one happened and God was not angry about them because there was no law. Go on. 14 quickly yet death reigned as king from Adam unto Moses. Even though they hadn't broken a command the way Adam had, the first man Adam was a picture of the Messiah who was to come. Uh Uh-huh. If I say I want to talk about every verse, we won't finish. Now, next next year that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a telecast so I'll take my time and take the scriptures one after the other and explain them. You know, because I think we need them. So now, there is no comparison between Adam's transgression and the grace, gracious gift that we experience. So there is no comparison. You cannot compare them. For the magnitude of the gift far outweigh the crime. That's why people don't understand why you are born again and when you make a mistake, they think God should kill you. It far outweighs the crime. You must, this is what you must believe. If you don't believe this, Satan will use it against you. See, you will make mistakes here on earth. You would make. You would make until you mature. Let me announce that you would make. But you see, lay hold on the truth of God's word. That there is a gracious gift that I have received. That does not only say go and sin. But in case you fall into it, the gracious gift outweighs the crime. It's true that many died because of one man's sin or transgression but how much greater will God's grace and his gracious gift of acceptance overflow to many because of what one man Jesus the Messiah did for us now if you believe that because I did this God should punish me then you must also believe that through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ I have also embraced the gracious gift of Christ Can you see that. Yes, sir. All right, go on. And this free-flowing gift imparts to us much more than what was given to us through the one who sinned. For because of one transgression, we all we are all facing a death sentence with a verdict of guilty. Somebody say, "But But, but this gracious gift leaves us what free from what? Our many failures and bring us into the perfect righteousness of God, acquitted with the words. Can't you see? Acquitted with the words, what not guilty. So in the eyes of God, you are not guilty. Today, Satan is fighting against your righteousness and he's telling you you are guilty because you didn't pray, you are guilty because you didn't fast, you are guilty because you did this, you are guilty because you didn't do this, you did this, you didn't do this, you did this, you didn't do do that. See, even when you do it, he says it's not enough. When you pray, the devil says it's not enough, he said you must pray 12 hours before. When you fast, he said it's not enough. When you give, he says it's not enough. He's trying to put your mind on performance. But you see, you did not receive this righteousness by your performance. You received it what? By grace. Through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus. So if the devil has any problem, he must go to Jesus, not me. 17. Death once held us in its grip. Once. Once it held us in its grip. Death. Death. I'm telling you don't be afraid of death. His reign has ended. That's what the Bible is saying. Death once held us in its grip and by the blunder of one man, death reigned as a king over humanity. But now But now how much more are we held in the grip of grace? So right now you are not in the grip of death. You are now in the grip of grace. Why are you thinking death? When you are already in the grip of grace. So what is Satan's strategy? To make you feel like you are still in the grip of death. It's a mindset. Said you are in the grip of grace. And continue reigning as kings in life. Who is he talking to me? God says I should reign in this life. Somebody shout I reign in this life as a king. No, say it, like, say it with anger like you know it, like you know it. Sir. No, I want you to shout it and say it. Let the devil hear your voice. If you don't see yourself as a king, winning, Satan will tell you how a pauper you are. Look at the way you dress. He can even use people to speak words against you. For you to feel like you are not body. He said look at the house you live in how can a king live in this smoke How How's a king look in this he said satan i don't care what you say i live in this life as a king i daniel jedu i am a king and i live well in this in this life yeah you must embrace it see where you live is not a true reflection of you <laughs> Abraham, upon up, up all his money, he was living in tent. When he gets here and then he will, he will put a tent down and he will live in. <laughs> Where you live, what you wear at a particular point in time, is not a true reflection of you. So, if you don't embrace this, Satan will use somebody to say, I be out. Hey, you are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You don't, that's what I'm saying. Until you know the real you, you will accept anything, and you can never know the real you until you see Christ. Once you see Christ, you find yourself, Oh Jesus, I reign in this life. And this will be a language in your mouth every day. I reign in this life. When you wake up in the morning, and say I reign in this life. I reign when you speak over and over, eh, the words will bring the true you out. Why you live cannot contain you any longer? Do you know what grace is? Favor. When you keep saying, I reign in this life, I reign in this life, I reign in this life. I daniel, I one day, one day, this your words will go ahead of you. And, and create for you where you ought to live. So it's just a matter of time. Somebody will say, oh, I have a house here. Can, can you come and live there? Because your words have gone ahead. Your words in line with the spirit truth. That's what it means. We sing songs of, 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 regret, of what? Sorrow. You want to feel f- sorrowful? For God to have pity in the earth. That's what happens. It's okay. What you do here on earth. But people can't be sorrowful. sorrowful, uh, They can't feel sorrowful for you for a long time. At a point, they will stop. They'll be like, Master, if you want to be here, be here. Sorrow is not seen by God. That is why He brought Jesus to come and fix everything. Your job is to believe what Jesus has done. Go on. words, just as condemnation came upon all people through transgression, so through one righteous act of Jesus' sacrifice, not my works. Through what? One righteous act of Jesus, not my act. Through one righteous act of Jesus, (laughs) Jesus' sacrifice, the perfect righteousness that makes us right with God and leads us to a victorious life is now available to all. So if you are not walking in victory it means that you have not accepted the availability. Stop praying God bless me. I, that's why I keep telling you. Any Christian that says God bless me, God bless me has not found the truth of God's word. In fact, they have not accepted what has already been given them. That's what they need to cut a lambano, receive what has been given. Am I the one saying it? Look, he said, through one righteous act of Jesus Christ, Jesus' sacrifice, the perfect righteousness that makes us right with God and leads us into victorious life. Why is it affecting your, your your righteousness? Because righteousness is what leads you into victory. So when you fight righteousness, you don't enter into victory. Why are you not seeing victory? Watch it. Maybe your righteousness has been fought with in your mind and you have believed. That means same It's in your song. Those songs are not for the believer today. Today, the believer says Stop singing those songs. You, the believer, your qualification is not about your family, what you did or whatever. Your qualification is just the perfect sacrifice of Christ. I qualify not because I'm a humble man. I qualify not because I do good works. I qualify not because I pray. I qualify not because I fast. I qualify because of the one righteous act of Jesus' sacrifice that is my qualification and that is what you must accept i pray i pray things don't work for you based on your performance things only work for you based on your acceptance don't you see he says you have entered into a victorious life victorious life that is now It is is available why don't you take what is available You are not taking the thing. Yet you are praying for the thing that is already available. It's the taking. Christians don't know how to take. We know how to ask. But we don't know how to take. Go on. One man's disobedience opened the door for all humanity to become sinners. So also, one man's obedience opened the door for many To be made perfectly right with God. And acceptable to Him. We are acceptable. There's something here. Can I point it out? You can see that He said through one man's disobedience. All became sinners. But the door of Christ. Not all. Many. This does not satisfy the condition that says that. There is a narrow gate and there is a broader way, Because the thing has changed. The point is that there are some people that will still never believe. Have you heard what is happening in Israel? They said they have found their Messiah. There's a man. There's a man they have found and thousands are gathering. And you see them the rabbis, they see him to be Jesus. Because he's performing miracles here and there. Of course, he's not the Antichrist. Jesus said people will come. When the day is coming, people will come in his name. As he, so it is, and they are kissing his hand. And, oh, and then he's healing people and doing all sorts of things. In Israel, it's happening now. Israel, Israel, Israel. You know, these people, they won't believe. Oh. Okay. Do you know why Jesus will come back again for the second time? He's actually coming for them. Otherwise, he won't come. Because he promised them. Because he knows a lot of them will not believe. So he will come back again for them. Because when we go to heaven, we don't need to come back again for anything. But because of them. They still don't believe. They still don't believe. So then, the law was introduced. Look at it. The law was introduced into God's plan. To bring the reality of human sinfulness out of hiding. That's what I was telling you. So sin was hiding. The law is the one that throws the light on. Say, hey, stop hiding. This is sin. Death. Boom. Kill it. And yet, wherever sin increased, there was more than enough of God's grace to triumph all the more. 21. Oh, I said 20, eh? Okay. And just as sin reigned through death, so also, read on. So you see, if you don't appreciate righteousness, there are a whole lot of things that are supposed to work for you and that, that won't work. Grace is supposed to work work as a king in your life. Grace. You are praying for more grace. But you are not laying, uh, laying hold on righteousness. So you see, grace can have its reign as a king in your life. And you know what will happen again? The outplay of eternal life, you won't see I was sharing with you some on, on Friday when we closed. Um, a sister was washing plates at the back there. And she got a very deep cut. You know, some of you were here, you saw. It's cut here from, from this side to this. Very deep. Very, very deep. She told you. Very deep. It was in there. And blood was just coming. She was crying at the back there. They used all sorts of things. You know, iodated salt. So they came for the first aid box. Because we have first aid box here for those who don't walk by (laughs) faith. So they came for the box. They went there. We have nurses here. So they were about, the more they dressed, the more the blood was coming. It was not a small cattle. Very deep. You should have seen it. Very deep. Like this. You know, like this. And the flesh was up. Thick like that. It was just coming. So when I went and I held the finger. Then I remember the scripture that said that Jesus spoke to the tree and it died instantly. So I asked her question, do you want the iodine and the water and the, or you want faith? And then she said she wants faith. So I said, okay, then let's work it together. I said it based on the confidence of the eternal life. I know that eternal life brings life to anything dead. That is my consciousness. So I held it, and this miracle, I've never, God, God has never done it through me before. This is the first time, and I'm so excited about it. Yeah. So I held the finger, and I said, Blood, you stop right now. So I began to speak to the blood. As I spoke to the blood, it stopped. The only one we saw was just the blood around it. And I said, Okay, so we pour water. No, I took cotton. And I cleaned so that it went so. Now the bladder was profusing. Stopped immediately. Then everybody was like, wow. Then I said, okay, let's move to part two. Then I said, flesh, begin to mend like before. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We were waiting for it. Then the Holy Ghost asked me to put my hand on it. So I I put my hand like this. And it was doing this. And I said, was it pain?" He said there's so much heat then in a flash, I saw somebody in a, like, surgery. I saw somebody in. Uh-huh. so I started smiling and I knew the Holy Ghost was about to show the thing. As we prayed and we were waiting for the thing, the thing started mending. It's closed. It's closed. People were here, they saw it. It's closed from the top. Now she started screaming, say, hey! It, it's closed to the side. Then she was trying to lift it. It wasn't lifting because it's sealed. Yeah. By the time she left here, the thing was closed. You know why? Not because I'm a prophet or I'm a pastor or I'm a teacher. No, no, no. It has been made available. Yeah. Yeah. I am only using what has been made available. Yeah. To the eyes. Not, not, she's a nurse. Naturally, maybe she wants. Give me, she was saying that she give her galls, and she was talking. And I said, "Hey, don't come and speak any medical term here. Let me do my spiritual terms. You, right before her eyes, that, it happened to you too, right? Yeah. But this one is deeper. It, it's not your song. Are you with me? Say I have, life. I have eternal life. Those of you that when you get scar, then they say go and buy milk and put. Is that correct? Waste of time and money. Put your hand on every day. And say skin appear. Scar disappear. Skin appear. Scar disappear. you You don't use what you have. Yet you are claiming it doesn't work. Use it and claim it didn't work. Because of what happened there. Nobody can tell me. That Mark 11. Is not true. That Jesus spoke to the tree. And the tree didn't die. I've seen an open wound. Heal. As if there was nothing. Instantly. So you see what? The word of God has come alive for me. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, it will be easy for me to heal another person with a cut. Yeah, yeah. Practice the word of God. Yes, Are you with me? Yes, so Today, when you go, go, and go around and say, yeah. go and look for people. Say, "Bro, come, come. You hold You say, K-A. Say, heal now. When you say, don't leave, because it's not like when you say, no, then you see it. When it's mending, you won't even see. No, 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 no. Hold it. Hold it and wait for it. If it doesn't go, you also don't go. No, that was my decision. My decision was that if it takes us three hours, we'll be here. You see, when you put God at, you know, to the corner, then he'll show up. So I put my hand like this. I didn't want us to see so we worry about how it's mending and then she was like this he said the heat is too much when we did this hallelujah don't allow the devil to put fear when you are sick of malaria or in this put your hand there say in the name of Jesus Christ you get out right now you get out right now if it doesn't go don't stop keep saying it until you are free is your stomach. Put your hand there. Keep saying it. If the pain won't go, don't go as well. Now let me show you. When the pain doesn't go, when you have said get out, it doesn't go. Switch. Pray the pain out. Sometimes you must put your, your spiritual hand there and not put the thing. That's what you must do. Don't pamper. The devil doesn't know pamper. When you go out there, you see all kinds of sickness. See, I've seen rashes. Where's Nanadwa? Were you here that evening? Was that right? There was big, big rash on her hand like this. It was here. So I told them to take a picture. Because I knew to go. Yeah. Because I am a carrier of eternal life. Eternal life swallows every sickness and every. It does. So I put my hand on and I said, Rash, you leave right now. And I said, the next time we come for service, they will be dead came and he was dead. Ah, Francisca, there's a little boy. On Friday, he came. He was like this. You know they were taking the pictures out there? It was air a- a- pump. Rashes. Rashes, yeah. He was like, one day, t- then he will be crying. Then he came to daddy, daddy. And I said, well, <laughs> you know, then, then I, I touched him and I said, you yeah, you're fine. Why? And then he said, "Okay." He believed. I like the faith of children. When we closed, he had even forgotten. He was walking like this, so I saw him and I asked him, oh hey, yeah?" yeah. <laughs> now she's saying that it is, it is, it is, it is, it is gone. Use your faith. You are full of eternal life. Stop complaining. My stomach, my back, my head my knees, my toes. Somebody say, I'm a career of God's life.
0: listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service Christian Raymond night at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. and sit under the rain of heaven in our Frenessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJDU, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-275100800 so many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org. You are made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.
1: Name, victory in the-